From regular expenses to occasional splurges, there's a lot to buy. Why not get cash back every time you spend? With the PenFed Power Cash Rewards Card, you get cash back on every purchase. That's everywhere, every time you use it. You can even earn a $100 statement credit when you spend $1,500 in the first 90 days. Visit PenFed.org slash PowerCash to apply. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. Support for this episode is brought to you by Mrs. Myers. A delightfully clean home can make for a delightful start to the day. At Mrs. Myers, everything we make is inspired by the garden. With plant-derived ingredients, our cleaning products work like the Dickens, leaving your home sparkly clean and your to-do list tackled in no time. So bring a little bit of the outside inside your four walls and bask in the wonder of a garden from the comfort of home. Mrs. Myers, rooted in goodness. Shop now at MrsMyers.com. ever wondered how we started our podcast and how we record our podcast the answer is so so simple anchor it's free there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone tablet or computer anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on spotify apple Podcasts, and wherever you listen to your podcast you can make money from your podcast no matter if you have one listener or a thousand listeners downloads everything i mean it's so simple if you're creating something get paid for it it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place download the free anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started now i wanted to thank you for listening and being a part of the heels and quads wrestling podcast but i just have one favor to ask and that is that you visit ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash Heels and Quads. It's your one-stop shop for Heels and Quads Wrestling Podcast merchandise. And we got plenty of it for you. You won't regret it. You know you need some new shirts. You need some new swag. So hit up ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash Heels and Quads to help support the show and help fix that damn wardrobe of yours. Welcome to the Heels and Quads Wrestling Podcast. We arrive back again on your YouTube screens and in your ears, on your car stereo, wherever you listen or watch podcasts, we're available, and YouTube. So I want to make a deal with you first before we get into this show. If you subscribe to YouTube, like subscribe to our channel, put on the bell, whatever, like a video, if you screenshot that and show it to us on Twitter, we will personally shout you out in our next videos. It gives you some incentive, so you feel cool that, like, oh, the boys, the boys at Heels and Quads know us, and they shouted us out, and we're cool, we got recognition. So you can have that now if you just do one simple thing, which you do to every other YouTube channel, you should do it to ours. 
Subscribe, like, uh, I, I still have a couple of uh, t-shirts. So Ooh. maybe I'll give some away. Yeah, there we go. We'll do maybe we'll do a t-shirt giveaway. Uh, so this the video will come out Wednesday tomorrow, right? Uh, tonight probably. Well, yeah, you oh, never okay. you never know. Fun. It's somewhere in between Tuesday at like six p.m. to Wednesday at like nine a.m. Something like that. <laughs> oh, I forget when it came out last week because you you texted me and I was like already in bed. Like I've been going to bed super early lately. Yeah, that's my life. Is early bedtime. It's nice, dude. Especially now with the time change. Yeah. Super good. I the time change things yeah. already, it's already weirding me out because like it's like I'm not as tired at nighttime because it hasn't been dark for five hours. It's been dark for like two right. and I'm ready to go to bed. <laughs> like it's weird. Yeah. I started my uh you know how usually I start grilling a lot earlier than everybody else? Oh yeah. Like last year was February. This year I had to wait a little later. Uh I started this week. So, Sunday I grilled steaks, last night I grilled burgers and dogs, tonight I'm grilling chicken. Nice. I gotta lose some weight. <sighs> well, I tell you what, I'm on my fourth week of working out now. This is the longest I've went straight, consistently, in like a Without year. giving up? Yeah, and I'm and I'm feeling better. I got, I'm getting my strength back, I'm getting my biceps back. That's all I care about is biceps. Uh... <laughs> I mean, that's what everybody I just sees. Don't have, I just don't want my tits to jiggle when I brush my teeth. That's all I'm looking for. Yeah, that's why I don't lean down. It's But it's my pecs, though. <laughs> my pecs jiggle, not tits. Yeah. <laughs> well, mine used to be pecs back in the day, and then I got old and had kids. That's funny. That you don't, uh, that's, that's because I know what you're talking gave about. Up hope. Every, I gave every, up hope. Every man that has ever had somewhat of a... Uh, large breast knows exactly what Tommy's talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Which is like 98% of the population. Yeah. yeah <laughs> the, the male population in America. Including Ginger Mayhaw. Just in America. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm kind of proud of myself about that, but, you know, you don't know how long it's going to go for. I got to start working on my legs, though, because I have little chicken legs, but, you know, nobody cares mm -hmm. about my legs. They don't see those on camera. Give See, I've, uh, doing what I've done for the last 17, 18 years now, because I started working very early. My 14th birthday, I got my first job. I'm about to turn 32. So, yeah, 18 years of working. And uh, I've been blessed with large calf muscles. Yeah, that's good. That's real good. Real, real good, good, guy. Huh? Um... So, last week on Twitter after we finished, well, no, I sent it out, like, Thursday, I decided that we hadn't talked about New Japan in a while, so I wanted to open that up with, I wanted to open up this week's episode with New Japan Cup. Yeah, do it. I haven't watched New Japan in a while, so. <laughs> Dude, it, I, I actually just finished night four before we started. I got up super early to watch the tournament matches. I'll hit the tag matches later, or I won't, or I'll watch highlights or whatever. I watched all of night one and two, and then just the tournament matches of night three okay. and four. Uh, but round two starts tonight, Wednesday, Wednesday night in Japan, but obviously it'll be 3 a.m. here, 2 a.m., whatever it is. So remind me one more time, uh, tonight, the cup, what is the, what's the big 
pay off at the end? Is it just a trophy, or is there like a title the shot? The big or? payoff uh, for New Japan Cup is they get to face Jay White for the IWGP title oh, yeah. I at uh, the Garden. Okay, I figured it was some, there was some kind of title payoff. Yeah, um, I didn't know that until I watched night one, and at the, at the beginning they do a little promo video for G1 at the Garden, so, but that's the payoff. Okay. So tonight it's uh, Ishii versus Taichi for the first time since 2010, looking forward to that one, and Yoshihashi versus Chase Owens, who was the surprise of the week for me. Defeated Juice Robinson in the first round. Oh, what's which, happening there? <clears throat> I feel like Juice is going to be more prominent in Ring of Honor, which he has been for the last uh, eight weeks or so, two months. Yeah. Because of uh, the Lifeblood faction and all that. And now, especially with David Finley, he's going to be out for like six months, I believe, with an injury. So... I don't know. I just thought that was really surprising. I didn't. I didn't see Chase Owens beating him. It was like a twenty-four minute match too. It was really good. Hmm. Uh, and then Thursday, which will be tomorrow night in the states, or Thursday morning in the states. Uh, Okada versus Mikey Nichols and Willow Spray versus Lance Archer. And then Saturday, it's Tanahashi versus Taguchi. And Ibushi versus Zack Sabre Jr. And then Sunday, Sonata versus Suzuki and Colt Cabana versus Yano. Those are the second round matches. Who thought Colt Cabana would have made it to round two? I, I don't know. That's a good question. But good for Colt. We love him. Howdy, y'all, and y'all better not forget you gotta go over to collarandelbowbrand.com and use coupon code HEELS and QUADS and all caps at checkout to save you 10% on your order. But you can also go to zubas.com and use coupon code HEELS and QUADS and all caps at checkout, but that saves you 15% on your order. My grandpa said he remembers Zubas, and he said you ought to swing by there and buy some shirts. That's some dang good country. I can dig that. Yeah, I just wanted to run that down. Um, like I said, Juice and Chase Owens is worth a watch. Uh, all Ch- the tournament Ch- matches were pretty decent. Yano and Davey Boy Smith Jr. I think was the shortest match. It was only like six minutes. And like right off the bat, Yano tries to roll up Davey Boy just to get that quick win. But that's kind of his style with that comedic, you know, it's like he's got to steal a cheap win. Yeah. A la Santino. Yeah, I got to be honest. I haven't paid any attention to Japan since, uh, uh, what you call it? Kingdom. Wrestle Kingdom. Yeah, because I just, it's, there's a lot to keep up with. I mean, I've like, I've read about it and all that, and but I haven't like watched it. You just it haven't Wrestle watched Kingdom. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't watched it since Wrestle Kingdom, and I just, you know. Check, 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 check out my melody. This is the weird thing about video is like you see everything we do. Because <laughs> yeah. we don't really prep. No, there's not really. We don't really do any prep. It's We're off, off the, cuff. the cuff. Which I think is good. I like it. Yeah. It makes it more organic. It's organic. It's raw. 
It's WWE more Raw. organic. More it's orgasmic. WWE Raw, but better. <laughs> um, I'm trying to find the fast lane results. There they are. Sorry. Sorry I watched that. part of this show. I was checking my mic for a second. I was and making then, sure it was working. Uh, yeah, it's working. Uh, I watched part <laughs> of this show, and then as I was watching it, as usual with WWE programming these days, I go, what am I doing? Yeah. And turned it off. I uh, so the kickoff show was... Sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, 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 go ahead. I was skipping ahead. You were talking about Fastlane. See, at least I can watch okay. you and be like, okay, so... he's talking, so I'll stop. <laughs> well we don't we don't but then we do yeah uh kickoff show match biggie and xavier woods defeated rusev and shinsuke uh yeah what, a, what are they doing with poor nakamura i i don't know hopefully his contract's gonna end soon so you know speaking of contracts ending i sent you a message that you didn't respond to as usual oh i got that message yeah Sorry, I did. Well, but... you did. No, it wasn't. It wasn't you, you're like such that, a though. busy guy. No, it wasn't. It wasn't like that at all. Like I seen it, and it was one of those moments where you look at a text and you go, "Oh shit!" And then somebody's like, "Hey," and you're like, "Put your phone down." And you're like, "Oh wait, I didn't get a text from Tommy." Mm. I mean, yeah, it's not. It's His not dog... like that. No, because his I... dogs are out there winning awards and shit, and he could care less about the Good Brothers possibly leaving WWE. <laughs> no, I. uh... Uh, I seen it, and I was very excited about that. But now, I did see one site said that it was like they turned down a multi-million dollar deal. I think that's a crock of shit. Yeah. That's a crock of shit. I do, too. And uh, Carl Anderson shot the rumor down pretty quick on Instagram, but that happens quite a bit, see, I think. In, in the words of uh, Eric Bischoff and <laughs> Bruce Pritchard, that's probably Dave Meltzer speculating and just talking shit. <laughs> yeah. Honestly. That's exactly what but, that is. But, hey, you know, what? we'll find out. But I, we'll I think it said, like, the next September. episode. I think it said September is when their contract's end. So, I guess Just it'll be a while before. In too. Yeah. <laughs> um, the WWE SmackDown tag team title match. The Usos uh, retained against Shane and The Miz. Shane finally turns heel. We all saw it coming. Waiting for that. Um, the SmackDown Women's Title match: Oscar defended against Mandy Rose, retained. Uh, Sonya Deville was like looking under the ring apron, and uh, Mandy Rose tripped on it. And it <laughs> it's kind of funny because when you go back and watch it, she like stops and then falls down <laughs> when oh, when she hits the rope with her feet. Uh, backstage, Vince McMahon told Kofi Kingston that uh, he could be added to the three-way or would make the WWE title match a triple threat. Uh, tells Kofi the match starts right now. Kofi goes to the ring. Uh, the timekeeper, whoever it is, it's not Mark Eaton anymore, so I don't know who it is, um, told uh, the ring announcer that it was going to be a handicap match of Kofi versus Deb Bear. Yeah, the bar. So, didn't uh, didn't work out in Kofi's favor. Wasn't the match he wanted. Uh, the bar wins. Uh, Raw tag team triple threat. Uh, this was actually pretty decent. The Revival versus Ricochet and Aleister Black versus Chad Gable and Bobby Roode. 
the revival retains, but Ricochet and Aleister Black get a nice little post-match brawl victory. Um, United States title match. This is where I turned it off. Samoa Joe versus Rey Mysterio <laughs> versus Andrade versus Star Truth. Uh, they basically the same match they've had every week for the last month on SmackDown, including this past week. It was the exact same match, I believe. Uh, Samoa Joe retains. No surprise there. Yeah. Um, There's also that talk that like him winning that belt and uh, Finn winning the Intercontinental is kind of like a consolation prize. Basically, that's the only reason they have those. They had those belts. It's it's the company saying thanks, but no thanks. Yeah, like, hey, thanks for like, doing a championship program with AJ all year and not winning. And then, hey, Finn, thanks for losing to Brock at the Rumble. Basically. Yeah, and uh, we're going to need you to go ahead and come back in on Saturday. That'd be great. <laughs> like, we want, you to, yeah. we want you to main event and be the highlight of all the house shows, but. Yeah, so we're not we gonna... need you to come in. Yeah. I'm going to burn the building down. I just watched that. Dude, I haven't watched that movie in so long, and it's one of my faves, but... I never realized how old it was. Yeah, it's... Yeah. And Jennifer Aniston's, like, super young, too. But, I mean, this is, like... She's, like, in the middle of the Friends run here. Friends, den den la den 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 friends, den den la den. I always ask, like, what if it was like if the song did that? Friends, den den la den. So no one told you that was gonna be this way. Friends. I always do the clap, even oh, in the yeah, car. You gotta do the clap. Or at work, or wherever. If I hear that song, I have to do the freaking clap. You gotta do the clap. Not. Um, you, don't, you don't have to. You don't have to. Don't get it. Yeah, don't get the clap. Don't, don't catch it, but you gotta do it. Um. Women's tag title match, Sasha, Sasha Banks and Bailey versus uh, Nia Jax and Tamina. Yeah, I didn't watch this. Sasha and Bailey retain. Apparently, Beth Phoenix, who was at ringside, tried to stand up to Jax, but was attacked as a result. Natalia tried to make the save, but was attacked as well. So they're going to make Nia and Tamina what they are, and that's the, you know, the muscle of the women's division. Yeah. It's basically what I gather from that. The WWE title match, I've heard nothing but good things, so I might actually go back and watch it. Yeah, and it was all of a sudden uh, turned into a so, threat. Yeah, so instead of... Vince kept to his word and made it a triple threat, but instead of it being Kofi, it was Mustafa Ali. Uh, so I did see the the 450 or whatever that uh, Mustafa Ali hit Daniel Bryan with on the apron, the hardest part of the ring. Um. And he, I mean, he nailed it, dude. I don't know if you saw that, but no, I, it was pretty if good. If I watch anything from that show, it'll probably be that match. Yeah, and then uh, I guess Kevin Owens uh, tried to hit like a like a rolling whatever bomb thing he does in the corner, but instead of doing that, he did it over the top. Oh, front senton, excuse me, over the top to Rowan. And I guess he almost hit his head on the announcer's table. Hmm. And everybody was freaking out about it on Twitter afterwards. Like how he was like inches from death. And, <laughs> you know, Jeez. you know how wrestling Twitter gets sometimes. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. And then in the main event, of course, Charlotte versus Becky Lynch. Uh, if Becky wins. She's added to the Raw Women's title match at WrestleMania. If she loses, she's done. 
and she wins by disqualification. There because God forbid she goes over clean. Keep Charlotte but safe. But she's still added to the match. Oh, oh wait, that's not the main event. Six man was. The Shield reunites for the last time ever. <laughs> yeah. Until right. the next time. <laughs> Until the next time someone um, disappears and comes back and needs to get over quick. The shield is done. <laughs> Until one of them turns heel for the 45th time this year. That is, like, talk about about beating a dead horse, dude. Shield one. Come on. But everybody loved it this time, I guess, so whatever. I don't know. Yeah, because Roman's back. I mean, good for him, you know? But Yeah, it's kind of a, like, you kind of can't, right now, like, he can't be booed, you know? And and including me, like, I'm not going to talk shit on Roman, because, you know, he just... Just got you know cleared of his leukemia and that's great. So, but the shield I don't care about. Zero. No. Zero Fs no. I give. No. Excuse my head. Dean Ambrose. I just think he. I, you know, it goes back to Stone Cold's podcast when he told Dean Ambrose he doesn't think he's trying hard enough. I think Stone Cold's one hundred percent correct. Like he's not. Yeah, I think old uh, old Stunning Steve was on to something there. It's just not, it's like Dean's just there, you know? Yeah, he doesn't give a, I, I shouldn't say he doesn't give a shit because I don't know him. I don't know what's going on behind the scenes, but he comes off as somebody who doesn't give a shit. Yeah, he's getting paid, so whatever, I guess. And that might be part of his gimmick or whatever, but well, he just looks like he sucks. doesn't give Yeah, it does. <laughs> it do. So, uh... Did you did you watch Raw? Did you watch highlights? What I mean, I watched. I watched like I seen results and I seen. I watched the Triple H and Batista angle. That was it. Mm-hmm. And Batista says, "Give me what I want," like fifty times. And Triple H is just like, I, I, it was just really strange. Batista has security and and but. He just keeps saying, give me what I want. Give me what I want, Hunter. And he's, like, forgetting his lines and shit. And he calls him, like, Huntle and stuff like that. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, it was just, it was a really weird angle. Like, Triple H was fine, but Batista was very rusty. So, I mean, it, it's cool. That, so it's going to be a no-holds-barred at WrestleMania. And it's something to look forward to. But I can see it being, like, they kind of insinuated that it was, like, it's obviously Batista's last match. But they he kind of insinuated that it would be Triple H's last match. Which I don't see. Yeah. I, I don't know. No. So, he's the game, and mm-hmm. if you want to play him, you know, he's the game, and you don't want to play him. Excuse me. I'm trying I'm to find it here. You don't want to play me, but he came out to King of Kings, so he's not the here game. Give me what I want. I'm like, okay, he's about to start talking now. Yeah, okay. Dude, <laughs> like, the fan, like, 40 seconds in, Batista looks down and is like, okay. Fucking nose ring model. <laughs> nose ring bottle give me what i want security is here because unlike you think i'm not stupid 
<laughs> is it picking up on the mic? Yeah, it's picking up. I learned from two of the dirtiest players in the game. I learned from you. You got you got to fast forward a little bit. Then he really starts going. Rick Fair? Yeah, Rick Fair. <laughs> yeah, dude. I know it's close by. Okay, where's your sledgehammer? Uh-huh. That's one here. I'm just like skipping ahead. Give me what I want. How many times have you quit and walked away, Dave? Yeah. Because you're a big movie star now, do you come back here and demand whatever you want? Yeah, tell him, tell him, Trips. I like Batista with the jacket and no shirt. I like Batista's belly button tattoo. <laughs> Raising his voice. He's getting upset, dude. Down Looking down on me, shutting me out. That's all you're doing. That's all you're doing now. You know what I want. Yeah, there we go. You know what I want. You know what I want. I'm trying. I'm trying to get you a clip here. Everybody on YouTube. Everybody on YouTube said it sounded like a weird porno. Give me what I want. It's killing you. You know you want. Give me what I 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 want. You know what I want. You just don't want to give it to me. Because you're not in control. I'm in control. Now, Hunter, give me what I want. I want. Damn it. Damn it, Tommy. Give me what I want. I want the sledgehammer. <laughs> yeah. That's, I mean, that's the, you get, you just seen the best part of it. Okay. It's just, and he, I mean, it keeps going. He okay. keeps saying, give me what I want. You know what I want. I want give it. Give me what I want. Give, give it to me. Give it to me. Give it to me. Hunto. Hunto. <laughs> give me what I want. <laughs> give me what I want. And he's like, Wick Flail. <laughs> So the only other thing I really saw from Raw that was uh, worth mentioning was uh, Kurt Angle announced his farewell match. Yeah, he's like hunched over. He's like, oh, I needed to have my last match. He's like, yeah, you needed that a long time ago. <laughs> Poor Kurt, man. I love Kurt, dude. He was always one of my favorites. I wish, I wish they would have used him just a little bit better here. I almost... This last so, little while. So the, yeah, I know. Me too. So the other day at... Uh, when Mariah was doing agility with the dog, I went for moral support on Saturday. And uh, this kid was there, like, watching with his parents. And he had a Kurt Angle figure, and I think it was John Cena. And, like, I was going to go over and be like, hey, kid, nice nice toys. But then, like, I didn't want the parents to be like, get away from my child. <laughs> like, 
Because give me back my son. Give me my toy. <laughs> give me what I want. You thought it was John Cena, but you couldn't see it. I couldn't see him. Yeah. But uh, beep, 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 beep. yeah, every time I see any wrestling fan in public, like I have to make an ass out of myself and like, hey, I'm a fan too. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? <laughs> like I go up and I'm like, yeah, exactly. High five at them and shit. Yeah. Like, yeah. And they're like, who is this guy? And they're like, oh, he's one of the fat people that that. <laughs> like when they look at one of us, they're like, oh, they're just like fat, sweaty people that uh, are fans. <laughs> Because for some reason, all hey, wrestling isn't that fans the are that sweaty guy that MJF made fun of at Starcast <laughs> and all in. Starcast and all in. Yeah. Uh. What was that song? <laughs> You're like, I'm so sick of hearing this. <laughs> all right. Uh, Is there anything else to talk man. about before we talk about the 20th edition of WrestleMania? Um. Uh... Oh, yeah, and then the last thing from Raw was Bobby Lashley defeated Finn Balor for the Intercontinental title. And Harlem Heat is getting inducted into the Hall of Oh, Rams. yeah, that's a big one. I like that. That gives, so, Booker, that gives Booker two rings. Yeah, so they announced Heart, Heart Foundation and then they pulled it back, or it just was never official? I don't know. I Because I... they made us look like assholes because we made a big deal about it on the show, and then it doesn't look like it's happening now. I, I don't, yeah. Okay, so we got uh, Tori Wilson, we got DX. Harlem Heat, we got DX, Honky Tonk Man. Is that it so far? I think so, unless we forgot something. So who's going to be the headliner this year? It's got to be DX. I would assume, yeah. They're gonna, You know they're going to close it. Yeah, because Triple H is like, I want to go on last. <sighs> and Sean's <sighs> like, Sean's like, <gasps> you're gonna go. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do a good Sean Michaels. I can do X Pac, but he shook my hand at Starcast, so I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna rip on him. The heartbreak kid doesn't lay down. For nobody. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, he's just a sexy boy. Yeah, I he's guess that's about boy, it. Right? Let's get to the, yeah. let's get to the main event of the evening, and the the main event is the entire and WrestleMania now, twenty show. Yeah, it's time for the main event. The WWE's favorite band in the whole world. The whole wide universe. They were not on the show. No, because they were irrelevant. Support for this episode has been provided by Ratio Keto-Friendly Dairy Snacks. If counting macros makes your head spin, count instead on a snack by Ratio. They've done the math for you, so you can spend less time studying the label and more time enjoying your day. Creamy and delicious, try strawberry and vanilla for two grams of carbs and a unique combination of sugar and protein. Interested? Ratio Keto-Friendly Dairy Snacks are now available in the yogurt aisle at Walmart. Always consult your physician before starting an eating plan that involves regular consumption of high-fat foods. Worried about keeping up with your fave friends all summer? Or posting every perfectly pink sunset you see? Don't sweat the connect. You can have it made in the shade with four lines of unlimited data for $100 a month. Scroll the staycation pics, find your new go-to takeout spot, or catch some rays on video chat. 
Whatever you and the crew are into, all the data makes it all that much better. Smile. You're on Cricket. Cricket Core acquired on four lines. Data speed limited to three megabits per second. Cricket may slow data speeds when the network is busy. Additional fees, usage, and restrictions apply. In 2004. Are you a man that prefers the can and likes the occasional wine? Well, look no further, as we have a solution for you. Man Can Wine. That's right, wine in a can. Our friends over at mancanwine.com have the ultimate drink for any man or woman looking for their favorite adult beverage in a can. They come in a variety of flavors. Red, white, fizz, and rosé. Each can contains the equivalent to a half a bottle of wine and 12.5% alcohol. Each can also has a special inner lining to prevent that aluminum taste that we all know. So head over to mancanwine.com and get your koozies ready or purchase them at mancanwine.com from Mancan, your very own Mancan koozie. Make sure to use coupon code HEELSANDQUADS in all caps at checkout to save 25% on your order. That's mancanwine.com using coupon code HEELSANDQUADS in all caps at checkout to save 25% on your order. Which I'm so fine. now, for the millions in attendance and the billions watching at home. That's right. WrestleMania 20 from the boys of the Heels and Quads Wrestling Podcast. It took place. Took place. Took place. <laughs> Dave Batista. <laughs> Dave Batista as Levi Zendel in the Heels and Quads story. Today on the Heels and Quads Wrestling Podcast, WrestleMania 20 at Madison Square. Okay, Jesus. Come on. <laughs> Madison Square Garden. Garden. Baskin Robbins. <laughs> Baskin Robbins. <laughs> Yo, okay, do it one more time. Let's see if you can get through it. The third, <laughs> the third episode, time is the charm. Third time's the charm. <clears throat> Madison Res- Square Garden. WrestleMania 20, March 14th, 2004, at Madison Square Garden, New York City, New York, with an attendance of 18,500. Now please welcome the WWE's favorite band in the entire solar system. (laughs) The Harlem, the the boys choir from Harlem. (laughs) Soli Erna. You got beef with him for some reason. I don't know what that is. Uh, I I, just, I don't know. I just don't like him. I've never liked him. I get it. He comes off as a kind of a prick. Um, Erna. So the opening promo of this event was probably one of my favorites. Yeah. Absolutely. One man. One desire. He walks out. One dream. And it's like it's legit the movie voiceover guy that's doing yeah, it. It's not the yeah. regular he, WWE guy. It's the real guy. He got paid, he got uh, paid a lot. Whatever is I forget what his name yeah. was. I used to know it. But um yeah, and Vince and and then just I mean the whole thing and then at the end with Vince Shane and Shane's kid, like that was so cool, I yeah, thought. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And was, Vince uh, is like You know, this this one <clears throat> this one should have been a little higher on our list because I never, I never remember like how good 
pretty much the entire show is you know yeah and and that includes so we get obviously i wrote down when i was 11 year old 10 to 11 year old boy i remember being super hyped for this show and i think it was like out of the era of scrambled channels so i was really bummed out i had mm-hmm. to wait all the way till the next night on raw to see and I, so i watched the go home show or not the go home show the night after wrestlemania i had a little extra time to watch it and uh I remember, like, I remember Triple H coming out at the start pissed off that he lost, but we'll get to that. Um, the boys, the yeah, boys put, to put it Harlem. into perspective real quick before you carry on, <laughs> you're 10 or 11. I was a junior in high school. Oh, wow. You're yeah. 16, like 17? Uh, I was Still 16, yeah. Okay. Because I, I would have <laughs> turned 17. In May, so I was, I was almost seventeen, but I was just a sweet little sixteen. Sweet sixteen. Sixteen uh, candles. I'm sorry, I'm wiping my nose so much. I know it's probably grossing out anybody that's gonna watch this on YouTube, but like, I just, I don't know why it's runny. I don't want to leave the camera. I don't want to blow my nose. I don't want to get weird. You know. Nobody watches <laughs> us. Don't worry. Yeah, that's true. Um. The Boys Choir of Harlem sings America the Beautiful, America the Great, whatever it's called. Uh, America the Beautiful. <laughs> you were right. You were right the first time. Yeah. Uh, once again, like you said, we learned get to... some of our country's history, Levi. Well, I haven't been in history class in a long time, so. Once, they once... did a really good job. Yeah, they did a fantastic job. Harlem, it's the Harlem Heat of Choir. Yeah. Boy, the boy variety. Um. That's that gender, the boys. They identified as yeah. boys always back then. Uh, the WrestleMania 20 video package, like you said, was fantastic. Very yeah, great. So good. And then we open up the show uh, with John Cena versus Big Show for the U.S. title. Yeah, and- <laughs> Cena. Word life. This is basic thugonomics. Word life. Chicka, 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 chicka. Yeah. And I can just see like 10, 11, or 10, 11 year old Levi flipping out like, right now for John Cena. <laughs> Word life. I'm untouchable. He's like, yo. And he, he does his little rap. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And he like, was, I, I was watching it yesterday just going, please, I gotta, I gotta for the love of God, take that, take that Patrick Ewing jersey off. You're upsetting me. Levi's gotta go blow his nose. Look at the dog blanket. Look at it. Look at the dream catcher. And the nice artwork behind here. All right. I'm all cleared up. I was talking about the blanket and the dream catcher and the artwork behind you. Yeah, I'm chilling on the couch downstairs and it's just covered in blankets because Mariah is obsessed with just living under blankets. So. Like I'll have the AC. I don't rolling. know. I don't get that. I don't know. But uh, you know, I I sweat when I eat, so I don't. I don't. Yeah. Well, I'm like. I don't. I don't like blank. Throughout the day, I'm like, oh god, I'm freezing cold. Wait, now I'm way too hot. Okay, now I'm freezing cold. And then it's like I get home from work, and I'm like the hottest a human being can ever be because you've been moving all day. <laughs> yeah. And you're like radiating heat off of you. Dude, when I come home from work, I'm like itchy for like an hour because yeah. I feel like I haven't, 
I like you can shower and wash your hands and arms as much as possible, but like you just feel like you've got grime on you. Yeah, it from doesn't, it doesn't do anything. It like if you see me walking being around through the, people, like, if I'm leaving work in twenty degree weather, like there's steam rolling off of me because I'm just on fire. <clears throat> there we go. See, now I, got, I blew my nose. Now I got a frog. It never fails that I'm a piece of shit on here. Uh, <laughs> like I'm just. Uh, <laughs> just say pal every time after you do it <clears throat> pal so anyways uh john cena versus big show was pretty solid actually for an opener it was a pretty yeah. good match yep john cena still yeah. like he was mobile back then like he did more than five moves uh he definitely he did those five moves but he did like seven yeah. and big show I, I I wrote down Big Show was like kind of in his prime, but when exactly was Big Show's prime? Like his whole career? Like I don't know. It's debatable. That's debatable. Because because WCW he was younger obviously, but he was green. But he also did like shit off the top rope. He was the jolly. So that was giant. cool. Yeah, but then when he first came into WWE, like they had to send him to de- developmental. So you can't really say then. I don't know. But I'd say this time period, he was pretty good. Yeah, he was solid. Uh, of course, now, you know, he's he's older and his body's breaking down and he's always, seems like he's hurt. And yeah, the, shape the heel and face like turns. <clears throat> um, I just want to say about John Cena here, I noticed he used a lot of, like, you're, you're just basic wrestling moves yeah. a lot of a lot of strikes just you know it, it see he's fresh here yeah he was like normal yeah he, he's only been in the company what like maybe a year at this point like two years almost two years oh, okay okay two years but this is like and they even mention it at, at the top of the match you know he's the fastest rising star oh yeah That's you what, know they uh, you know Michael this Fultz was like yeah, this was definitely like a segue into next the year after this, where he wins yeah. the title. They knew he was about to, you know, be shot to the moon. Yeah. Uh, yeah, decent match. It was pretty. It was. A, I mean, it was a damn good opener for like when you look at the two I guys didn't hate in it. the match. Like you're not you're used to seeing like lighter guys doing the opening match, and then you see like big buff john cena and massive big show and like they put on a solid match dude like i could watch this one again and still be entertained you know i have the i I would have i would have liked to seen the cruiserweight match open just because it's cruiserweights yeah but i bet that's and save this one they don't want to do that because wcw did that you know right they just don't want i did like how john cena had to use his knucks to to beat big show and that was cool because that's the last time, like, we don't see Cena do not, like, clean victories, you know? And that was when he was still, like, he was kind of that guy that, I don't know, he was like that post-Attitude Era guy, you know? I don't know how to do it. It was Ruthless that. Aggression. Yeah, well, it's Ruthless, ruthless Toothless Aggression. aggression. Yeah. <clears throat> um, so, yeah, Cena hits him with the knucks. Second Indecent. FU wins the title. Uh, Coach is backstage walking through the hall and walks in Bischoff's office and he's told to go find the Undertaker. Uh, and then Undertaker's get... on SmackDown. Yes, 
And then we get Evolution standing on the stairs where Randy kicked him a year prior. Randy Orton's talking smack on Mick. They let him be the mouthpiece there because obviously he was another star kind of being groomed for later that year to win the title. This was the weirdest promo I've ever seen in my entire wrestling watching life. <laughs> Is it Ric Flair? The camera angles. Yeah, Amanda watched with me, and she said Ric Flair was creeping her out here. Yeah, he's just like... But the odd camera angles, <laughs> and then, like, towards the end, they switch sides all of a sudden. Yeah, it's weird. It was and it, it was It, it, it was, was strange. Uh, then we get La Resistance versus Garrison Cade and Mark Jindrak versus the Dudleys versus RVD and Booker T. A world title, a world tag title fatal four-way. I definitely found this one to be much better than the SmackDown four-way for the titles. Uh, you know, okay, so I have WrestleMania 20 on DVD. I have the actual, like, like this guy, like the collector's one and all oh, that. And so I should have watched fancy. this. I should have watched this because I don't think on this is the weird dub. Because I'm pretty sure it was a combo of RVD's song and Booker T's song on this one. So, yeah. Anyways. Yeah, on the, on the network, it was a weird song. Yeah, it was like very, very, very strange. It was like a sh- like a shitty mashup. Can you dig it? And then like the fireworks just go off, and you're like, "Whoa, wait! Like, what yeah. did that go with?" Slow down. <clears throat> yeah. What are they The title graphic is also the old tag titles here. So like, I yeah, think I these noticed were fresh. that. Yeah. Uh, I was like, wait, I thought. Uh, SmackDown used those, and then I had to like wait until they showed the belts, and I was like, oh, okay, it's the Raw ones. Yeah. Um, the only bit of the match I really noted was that RVD catapult to Booker T's super kick. That was pretty sweet. It was like right yeah, at the start of the sweet. match. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> and I just, it's another one of those fast paced multi man tag matches like the year prior. Everyone gets their spots in. Uh, Booker hits a scissors kick to RVD's Frog Splash on Rob Conway, and they retain the belts. It was a good match. Yeah. Uh, then we go into... Not really a lot to say. Yeah. Then we go into Coach looking for Taker, and he runs into Mean Gene and Bobby Heenan behind some random door fooling around with Mae Young and Moolah. That was pretty this good. This was my favorite <clears throat> segment of the whole whole night. That was pretty solid, yeah. It, anytime I, I get to see Bobby Heenan ar- around this time, was it was so rare. Yeah. Like, you saw him at 17 do the gimmick, or 18, whichever one had the gimmick, Battle Royal. 17. And then, and yeah. And then the, and then here. And that was it. He did he got in the Hall of Fame the night before, and then you get him here for a, a brief little moment, and then on the stage. But, you, I mean, you, he was clearly already ill here, but... He he was in he was in solid Bobby the Brain form. Oh yeah, definitely. And then the and then the two uh, ladies about their age walk out. I thought that was a very clever move. That's got yeah. Vince McMahon written all over it. Yep. Uh, then we go into Chris Jericho versus Christian, a feud that steams over from a fight over Trish Stratus and how she ruined their relationship. Kind of a weird little put together thing, but this is definitely an underrated Pro- WrestleMania promo match. was solid. Yeah. You, you you forget about how, like, because, you know, a year before this, we talked about last week, Chris Jericho and Sean is, like, one of the greatest WrestleMania matches of all time. And then you get Chris Jericho versus Christian here, which I've always thought Christian was very underrated, and that's another reason I enjoyed his TNA tenure, 
because he got the NWA title. And even though it was like somewhat lackluster, I think he's a great talent. Yeah. Because, you know, he's one of those Canadians that can just wrestle. I actually always like Christian more than Edge. And I know I'm in yeah. the minority in that, but I just, I, I find Christian more entertaining, which yeah. a lot of people will probably oh, he's lynch getting me inducted. for that. He's but. in the Hall of Fame this year. I don't think that's confirmed, though. I thought they announced that Jay Riso or whatever would be in the Jason Riso was going to be in the Hall of Fame. All right. It's, I know it's a rumor, but I don't think it's been confirmed yet. I'd love okay. that because he's been pining for it for a while. Let me look. No, not his wife. <laughs> oh, I. Yeah, I guess that is. Yeah. Yeah, he's one of the rumored names. Okay. Um But like even on their show on the network, like I just I think he's I find him more entertaining than Edge. He's he's I loved Edge. And as not like, that I Edge is like one of the greatest heels of that era. Like he's a great oh, heel. Yeah. But Christian definitely he is very entertaining and he has good like wrestling skills. You know? So uh, he does get a world title he's in just, 2011 in WWE, but... Yeah, but he he's just... He's got a likable... He's just a likable guy. The peep show and the peeps and all that. That was always yeah. cool. When they split Happy up, charisma. I was always like... I, I liked Christian a lot. Yeah. <clears throat> I, I, however, do like him better with shorter hair than the long hair. I think he looks weird with long hair. Yeah. 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 Uh, I, I mean, overall, this was a good match. They... They kicked ass. They went out there. You know, it was it's two good wrestlers that just went out there and did their thing, and they got like almost twenty minutes, so, or they got fifteen minutes. I yeah. Think. So I'd say this was my second favorite match of the night. Yeah. Obviously, the main event. Was, nothing's gonna beat that, and they and they knew that going in. Yeah. But that was, that was a solid. I mean this this match was definitely you know way up there and highly underrated, and the end was great. Yeah, whenever they make out, Chris Jericho's watching angrily. Yeah. He has a good match. So Christian steals the win. Uh, yeah. And, we and get... that's a big win for Christian. He's got a WrestleMania win over Chris Jericho. I mean, yeah, that's pretty big. And that, that's Jericho for you. He just puts guys over. So, except for AJ when he first came into the company, that was kind of weird. Yeah. That was very strange. And I love Jericho's blue tights here. I just have to make. I had that action that. figure. The same, and I had the red, the red version of those tights too. Uh, then we get Mick backstage talking to Lillian, and the Rock interrupts and hits his finally lines, uh, and then he tells Lillian, "Don't look at the people's package." Uh, I, always, <laughs> I always love this segment, but going <clears throat> like looking back at it, I always thought the match like followed right after this, but it didn't. Yeah. Oh, it followed after this. Did I miss something? Oh, it was right after this? Oh, ev no, Evolution comes out first. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. I always thought The Rock and Mick came out right after the promo. Uh, The Hamburglers, that's funny. With Hurricane and Rosie. <laughs> uh, yeah, The Rock just hyped up the match, and then it goes right into, like you said, Evolution comes out, then Rock and Sock comes out. It's, a, it's not a bad match. 
I love <laughs> Lemmy Flemmeister. Revolution. Rest in peace to Lemmy. You guys are legends. You guys You guys are legends. You guys are Yeah, Evolution versus Rock and Socks, a fun little match to watch. It's not bad. It's kind of interesting that Evolution goes over, but of course they are like the top thing in WWE at this time. It's just the top heel stable. The only heel stable, I guess. Well, the whole time I was watching this match, I'm sitting there and I'm looking at Ric Flair as he's coming out. You're talking about if not the best, one of the greatest wrestlers of all time. Yeah. He's in a stable. He's the older guy. He's the older statesman. He's the mentor of Triple H. And he's walking into a match with two huge stars in the Rock and Mick Foley. And he's he's part of a team that has... It's a handicap, but they have the advantage. Yeah. And I don't know. I just... This whole time period, like, it was cool because Ric Flair, it was like the Four Horsemen again. Yeah. But I feel like Ric Flair didn't get the credit he deserved during this time. Yeah, I hear that's that. Like all I, that's, like, all I could look at this whole match. And I'm just like, man, this well, kind of sucks. And I don't, I don't I think know, was, but... I don't think that was on him. I, I, I think that... Around, like, he knew at this point that he was kind of out of the world title picture. Like, he wasn't that guy right. anymore. And it was, like, it's the same time when, like, he wins, like, the IC belt, which I always thought was weird. Yeah, it's it's a weird... I, I get you. I mean, it's a really weird time period here, because it's just a transition time period, you know? I mean, I'm not I'm not shitting on the booking. No. It's just... You're, you're, yeah. used, you're used to... The Nature Boy, you know, this is just this is just Ric Flair and some stable that's, you know, but that that was the whole point is like Evolution is Triple H is like the new dirtiest player and he's the head of the stable and you know it's like the new Four Horsemen. Mark Jindrak was originally right. supposed to be in it. I've always read that. Have you not ever seen the video? No. Oh, you got to find the video, dude. Is it's it like so the video fucking weird. Yeah. Oh, okay. Like the helicopter and everything, walking oh, down the wow. street. Yeah. I love to see it. Yeah, and he's in it. It's super fucking weird. Who's he? Who's he in there instead of Batista? I think. I think. Yeah. I think it's Batista. Okay. I don't know. It's it's been a couple of years since I watched the video, but it's super weird. Uh, I love how Lawler notes that when Flair goes up for the usual, like get flipped off the top turnbuckle thing lawler says no rick this has never worked in all the years i've known you <laughs> funny nod to that little spot um yeah uh mick looks in con- at the end mick looks in control against evolution he pulls out Sako, going for orton but gets gets hit with an rko and a pin evolution wins so they go over here and go on with their reign of terror until starts to crumble from august onward how long was that match? 
Uh, I think it was like 17 minutes. Okay. It it felt uh it felt a little long. Yeah. Yeah, it did. It definitely did. Uh then we get the Hall of Fame highlights from the night before. Crazy how much smaller the ceremony used to be compared to yeah. now. Like it's in a huge arena now. Um then we get the Playboy evening gown match. I'm pretty sure I just skipped that because I, you know, I didn't want to have to go I walked off. away from the TV. Not really. No. <laughs> I I I legit walked away. Yeah, it's. It was, I just went in the kitchen. I was like, I'm gonna do dishes while this match is on, real quick. Yeah. Uh, then it shows shows fans from all over the they're like fans from all over the world, and it's like all United Kingdom people. Yeah. All over the world. Uh, yeah. Then we get Benoit and Eddie in the locker room. Eddie doubts Benoit. And Benoit says it's his night. Then we get the cruiserweight. I open. love this, huh? I love this little spot here. Yeah, it was good. Like it, it was so nostalgic. Yeah, watching it, just seeing Eddie on TV, just it's great. Ugh, so good, so good. That's when we, then we get the. That's what I was trying to get out of you. Yeah, exactly. This is a fire. Yeah, he's telling him how it is, and Benoit's all mad in his face. Yeah. Then we get the cruiserweight open. Uh, WWE still had a very stacked cruiserweight roster at this time. Of course, Shannon Moore is in it for some reason, and he gets eliminated first by <laughs> Ultimo Dragon. <laughs> hey, speaking of Ultimo Dragon, Network cuts out his slip here. Oh, they do? They cut it out. Because I was like, when I heard his music, I was like, oh, here it comes, here it comes. And then they cut it, and I was like, ah, shit. Because I remember watching it live and just, like, popping. Yeah. I was excited when he came back to the com- when he came to the company. I really liked that. Yeah. Yeah, um, I always loved Ultimo Dragon. It was a fun match to watch. It would have been even better though had they brought Sonny Ono in. Yeah. Ugh. All right, I'm done interrupting you now. It was a <laughs> it was a fun match to watch. Chavo and Ray at the end was obviously the big picture here. Uh, Chavo retains with the help of Chavo Senior. Definitely a fun match. I had this. I have this Ray action figure still, in that outfit. Oh, the Flash. Yeah. And then next up, we get to go right into Brock Lesnar versus Goldberg with Stone Cold as the referee, and just to just oh, to my god, best match ever. Uh, uh. The Wrestling Observer gave this zero out of five stars. You like that? I did. So, going into this match, like, I knew it was bad. Yeah. Like, I remember, like, being so disappointed watching it live. I have never been so fucking bored re-watching a match than I was yesterday watching this one. Yeah. I was like, will you fucking, somebody hit somebody. The crowd, the crowd chants, uh, you sold out, they sold goodbye, uh, this match sucks, you know, they, they just let them all know how they feel, and, and obviously at this time, everybody knew about both Goldberg and Brock leaving, so nobody cared, they were all just like, this sucks, yeah. and Stone Cold, I think, I just wanted Stone Cold to be like, fuck it, and hit them both with a stunner, and just call the match a draw, that would have been nice, 
And of course, that's how I would have booked. You see that spot where he goes like this, you know, waves his hands like you're going to do something. I don't know if that was a shoot or not, but um, I mean, Goldberg get a couple of motherfuckers here. Yeah. Goldberg hits a spear. Like very loud. Even on the network, it's audible. Like you can hear it. Yeah. Yeah. They they didn't cut that, which I like. They keep it ruthless aggression era. They get their spear F5, spear jackhammer. Goldberg wins. And then, of course, you get the big payoff here is the beer and the stunners. That's always the big payoff. Oh, yeah. So that was the best part of the match was after the bell. I did like the spot where Goldberg has Brock up in the gorilla press and then does the nice little, as they call it, a modified spear. Like, he legit could have jacked his shit up, his shoulder. Well, he's Because, like, <laughs> Brock came down quick. Yeah. I I that remember... Match-wise, that was the only move I enjoyed. I remember, like, looking forward to this. Like, oh, my God, I bet this match is going to be so good. But it wasn't. So. Yeah. Uh, then we get the Mania, WrestleMania 21 preview in L.A. That's a, that's a fun one with all the... Uh, throughout when the season comes, the year after this when you get all the the movie promos that was that was great uh that was uh, that was a good time that was one of the, this 21 going into that that was one of the highlights of me watching wrestling like that build to that was so much fun yeah i remember when the game came out for xbox and it was so so shitty oh, i had it yep. like i was so excited to get it and it was so bad like it was no. it's one of the worst games i've ever played yeah, that was that was pretty bad. Now, at the time, I was playing Day of Reckoning on GameCube, which was much better. But that was oh yeah, twenty one oh, yeah. was bad. Like it was hard to unlock things. It was just it yeah, was really bad. It was as bad as like Nitro and Thunder. I put it up there with yeah. those. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Vince comes out after this to thank the fans for making WrestleMania possible, and then we go into the WWE tag titles, the SmackDown ones. Four-way match. Too Cool versus APA versus World's Greatest Tag Team versus the Bashams. The Bashams always reminded me of weird, like, porn stars. Foreign porn stars. They're so weird. <laughs> I don't know what it is, man, but they are so weird to me. I, yeah. Regina King for Cadillac Escalade. When people ask, Regina, do you like to compete? I say, bring it on. Those are the moments that drive you to achieve more. And when you win, you keep reaching higher. To me, that's what the Cadillac Escalade represents. It's always evolving in technology, in design, everything. Because success isn't the end. It's just the first step to what comes next. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade. Never stop arriving. Regina King for Cadillac Escalade. When people ask, Regina, do you like to compete? I say, bring it on. Those are the moments that drive you to achieve more. And when you win, you keep reaching higher. To me, that's what the Cadillac Escalade represents. It's always evolving in technology, in design, everything. Because success isn't the end. It's just the first step to what comes next. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade. Never stop arriving. That was a strange, strange team. This is, like... It's a decent match. Raw titles are better. Kind of just a filler and a way to segue into like the main events of the show. Um, it was all right. It was like six minutes or yeah. something. It was all right. It's always good to see APA. Yeah. And too cool. 
and this is the last time you see APA together because two weeks after this they do the draft the draft lottery. So this is my time here. That's why I know this. Uh, anyways, you get the Edge return promo, which he comes back the next month at Backlash. We might have to do Backlash 04 this year because to talk. Yeah, about I'm the cool with that. Second triple threat. Yeah. Uh, I I'm cool with doing all all of 04 because I want to build it up into WrestleMania 21 next year. Yeah, that'd be cool for that anniversary. Then we get Jesse Ventura interviewing our current president. So that's cool. how how fucking crazy is this spot? It's weird. It's really weird watching this. Like watching it, I'm just like, holy shit! And Jesse's like, I think. In 2008, we need a wrestler in the White House. Yeah, and then it goes to, yeah. And then he's like, so Trump, do I have your backing? Do you have your financial backing, your moral support, whatever? Absolutely. Absolutely. He's not as orange here. (laughs) He's not as snooky. He's not as green, you know? (laughs) Yeah. Or he is green He's not as John Dice. Yeah, he's green here. He's just not as John Dice, yeah. Uh, <laughs> then we get Molly Holly versus Victoria. It's a hair versus title match. Molly Holly's hair versus Victoria's title. Victoria was always a favorite of mine. I've just always liked yeah, her. Yeah, she's so good. Uh, she, I think her in this era today, like if she was like 10 years younger, she would definitely be like on that level of like Charlotte, uh, Becky. Like she, she, to me, Victoria is like the women's wrestler. Like that's her. Yeah. And seeing her at StarCast was cool, man. That was really cool. Um, yeah. You, she deserves... you marked a little bit for Yeah, Victoria. I definitely did. Because I, I kind of always had a crush on her. Um, I get it. She deserves Hall of Fame for sure as well with the career she's had. Yeah. She, I think, I she think next year she'll I think next year she'll be the one that gets it. I, I hope so. Uh, Victoria wins with a backslide. Molly tries to get away but doesn't. Gets that haircut. That's my notes. <laughs> it was all right. This match. was this was a, yeah, this was a fun fun little match. Quick, um, I love this Molly Holly, bald storyline, that we're going into here. Oh. Oh. Get it? All right. Good. <laughs> yeah. I'm good. <laughs> um. Yeah, it's cool. Victoria shaves her head, and, like, they do the entire head shaving on stage. Not, like, usual when it's, like, half-ass. Like, she shaves all of it. Yeah. And they get done with the video. They do the Kurt Angle and Eddie Guerrero video package, and when they finish the video package, she's, like, it's, like, bald at this point. Yeah, they cut back to it. Yeah. I love how they didn't just, like, okay, we're going to finish this backstage and not show it. You see her tomorrow or on SmackDown, whatever. Yeah, what's what's the barber there for? great. Because he doesn't cut the hair. <laughs> like, he's getting a payday just, just to case. stand there. Yeah, just in case. <laughs> it's Vince's barber. Get out there, pal. Uh, then Kurt Angle's music hits as they're still doing the hair thing. You get Kurt Angle versus Eddie Guerrero for the WWE title. This is definitely, like, if not a five-star match, like, four and a half, four point seven five quads it, it, it this is a fantastic match and i love the finish because it's eddie like yeah eddie at his best like coming up with good shit like that um i mean they they go back and forth lots of tech stuff at the start um they both get in their signature 
uh, Angle gets the triple Germans. Eddie gets the triple suplexes. Um, Angle gets the angle lock. Ankle slash ankle lock. But Eddie rolls it into a pin. Eddie hits a frog splash, but Angle kicks out. He looks another ankle lock, but Eddie throws him out of the ring. Then he loosens his boot for the finish. Angle is hitting him with angle lock. He's trying to. He pulls off the boot, and Eddie rolls him up to keep the title the match is just good, and it's like one of those, like, all I can say is go back and watch WrestleMania 20 and watch these watch main it. events. It's a, it's an awesome yeah. match. And Eddie and Kurt Angle. Watch the main events and watch Christian and Jericho. Yes. The, they just had so much chemistry that you really didn't notice. Like, you never really noticed before, like, how much chemistry these guys had. Then they put together a WrestleMania match, and it's just awesome. And the crowd's hot because it's a good match. Everybody loved Eddie. Everybody loved him being champion. Remember No Way Out 2004 was like that's one of my favorites from that year. Uh, Just to see him, man, win. when he won it, like, yeah, everybody was, went nuts. That was great. Uh, next up, we get into another main event ish: the return of the Undertaker, uh, who was buried alive at Survivor Series 2003 by McMahon and Kane. So, and I like this storyline. I think if you're bringing the dead man yeah. back, that's a good way to do it. You buried him alive. He has to come back dead. Oh, but, yeah. Dude, the pop for that, that was big. Dude, I remember watching it live. I was like, fucking Paul Bear! Yeah. <laughs> so, Kane and Undertaker here. I think it was about like a nine or ten minute match. Um, it wasn't long at all. No, and it's not. It's good. But, you know, it's it's those two big guys getting their big spots in. You know, you get old school, you get the choke slams, the tombstones, the big boots. But Taker, this is where Taker kind of comes back, but he's the dead man as well as, like, the brawler from Big Evil. Yeah. Like, he's got the gloves on. This, yeah, this is this is a good combination, and we're getting into that MMA fighter Taker. Yeah, that hybrid. That we, that, yeah. Um. So, yeah, they, uh, they get all their spots in, yada, yada. This is this is one of my favorite Kane time periods too. I liked him as like the crazy no mask guy. Like with a mask, he was cool, but O three to like O five, Kane was pretty good. That's just my opinion. Without the mask, yeah. Um, I I actually thought watching it, I'm like, it's just. I prefer Kane with the mask. Like I kind of wish they never would have taken it off of him. I mean, if they never taken it off, that would have been fine too, because we wouldn't know any better, you know. That yeah, be... but I just feel like you you kind of you kind of poo poo on the storyline of his face being deformed and everything, and because it's not. Yeah, exactly. And he's got that weird, like <sighs> shaved part of his head. Like there's hair on the yeah. back of it, but it's really weird. For the for the wig, it's for the wig that's attached to the mask that kind of always blew my mind that it wasn't actually ever his real hair. Yeah. Uh, kind of depressing. Take her um, chokes him and tombstone. I remember. Win. Go ahead. I remember being a kid and like when the when the toys were out, you know, and they had the. I forget what it was called. I think it, it was like some sort of ruthless aggression or something aggression. to that extent. But they had. What was it? Deluxe aggression. They moved better. No, they it moved more. It was like a. They were like bigger scale ones. Oh. It was around the same time as, like, the Maximum Sweat and shit, but they were, like, kind of like statues but figures, and the Kane one was a removable mask. Ah, okay. And 
and it was like kind of burnt, but it was the Undertaker's face basically, but it was just kind of burnt. But I remember being so pumped to get that because I was like, oh my god, I get to see what Kane looks like without his mask. The Undertaker. Being a kid, you know, I, yeah, and then I'm like, Ugh. like I, I remember like getting it from the store and opening it up in the car because I was so amped for it. Yeah, and then I was just like, Ugh. yeah, but. I mean, I guess, you know, they're supposed to be brothers, so at the time it made sense he looked like The Undertaker. I guess. Um, yeah, Taker's, Taker's return as the dead man's kind of weird for a little while. There's a lot of weird stuff that happened. And his hair, his hair wasn't long enough to be Undertaker yet? Yeah, it's, it's, it's different. He's like a hybrid. It's like a weird hybrid. Yeah. This All is right. when you first noticed the Sarah tattoo on his neck, too, right? Yeah. Well, it's no, because you see it. You see it in two thousand and one, and all that, and two thousand when he's when he oh. first becomes. You can yeah, you can see it back then, and then he gets it covered up. I guess like, this is the first time on. I noticed it. Yeah. We go into the main event of the evening: Chris Benoit versus HBK versus Triple H. Easily. Like every quad in town blown five star match. Yeah. HB Kizzle. HB Shizzle, excuse me. Uh why yeah, why did he call himself HB Shizzle? He was probably trying to fit in with the times, man. Snoop Dogg was popular. But wouldn't it be Kizzle? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, man. I just work here. Uh yeah, this is toothless aggression. I loved, I loved that. That was pretty cool. The World Heavyweight Championship match. Triple H goes in as the champion, but doesn't come out as the champion. An amazing match with blood, awesome spots, great storytelling. Uh, Benoit takes a huge double suplex through the Spanish announce table. That was pretty awesome. And That was sweet. Yeah. And they like they didn't like fall back with him like a normal suplex. They fucking threw him in it. Yeah. And it, that was so good. Triple H and Sean are like bleeding profusely here like so much we got to put sean in like the bleeding hall of fame like last week i was talking about rick flair dusty hogan sean's good. uh vince sean was fucking gushing here and like yeah. his whole face here and hell in a cell yep. are the two best sean i think this is good because like his hair's getting in it and shit and, like his ponytail's all fucked in the back yeah so good uh, Triple H hits a pedigree on Sean, but Benoit finally makes it back into the match to kill the pin. Triple H, the way he breathes is when he's bleeding, where he's like, and he's like blowing it, like yeah. blowing the blood out of his mouth. That's cool. I like. That I was a lot. gonna, I was gonna bring that up if you didn't. Yeah. When he's like sitting back on his feet, like on his knees. Yeah. He's like. <sighs> he looks like a like flying off. High school or college kid that drank way too much, yeah. and is hugging the porcelain queen. Yep. <laughs> That's yep. what, but it reminded me. Of, oh, oh. <sighs> 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 uh, I fucking loved it. Benoit he was puts, selling the hell out of it. Benoit puts Triple H in a sharpshooter, and Triple H is flailing all over the place while he's getting like selling it. <laughs> Uh, and it gets it gets interrupted by a pretty hard super kick to Benoit. Like, yeah, he fucking him nailed him with it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, How great makes... was Triple H's boots here? I love his boots. I love the white boots, boots, dude. They're sweet. I wish he would have stayed with that. They um, even mentioned on commentary, and King's like, "Good guys wear white." 
Yeah, and he wears them throughout 04 to like SummerSlam ish. I think that's like the last time he wears. Yeah. That or Unforgiven is like the last time he wears them. This um, is the first time he wore them, though, right? Yeah, I believe so. Okay. Um, and then Benoit makes Triple H tap to the crossface after he's he gets him on one side of the ring and he rolls him to the other, and then that's when he makes him tap. And I just remember, so this the crowd noise is toned down here because it's loud. That's not they they toned it down. <laughs> yeah, I remember watching the movie and I remember watching like highlights of it like on raw and live and all that. And they really tweaked it on the network just because it's Chris Benoit. You can't ignore the fact that he was very deserving of this and he was a fantastic wrestler and this is an amazing match. And they go on to have a better, even it's hard. It's debatable. They have a really good one at backlash too, but I want to watch these side by side just to see. Yeah. What next month when we do, when we do do, when we do do, (laughs) when we, when we uh, review Backlash, I'm going to watch this match again and then watch that one. Yeah, like, exactly. I'm going to watch the whole Backlash show and then watch 20 and then watch the Backlash match again. Yeah. Because I, I want to, I wanna, like, put an end to our debate which match is better. Yeah. And now, let me introduce you to the world's best pro wrestling channel. That is Powerslam.tv. Power Slam lets you stream the entire world of pro wrestling all in a single channel for one low price, bringing over 4,000 hours of content from over 110 of your favorite wrestling brands from countries all around the globe right onto your laptop and mobile devices. You can find all of your favorite kinds of wrestling, British Strong Style, Women's Wrestling, Lucha Libre, Technical, Comedic, High Flying, Hardcore, and many others. In addition to the most recent events, Power Slam also gives you shoot interviews, backstage footage, roundtables, and lifestyle videos of legendary names in the pro wrestling industry. That's powerslam.tv. And make sure to use coupon code Heels and Quads in all caps at checkout to give you one month free to view over 4,000 hours of content on powerslam.tv using coupon code Heels and Quads in all caps at checkout. And, like, we don't talk about it, and then when we do the show, then we d- both decide which one's better. Yeah, there we go. There we go. Because just remembering, I think that Backlash was better, but that's just, I mean, that's this is shit. 15 years ago? It's, I don't remember. It's tough, man, because the matches, it's the same, but put different places. They're all bloody. It's the same, you know, but I'm glad they did the rematch. They Sean taps at Backlash, right? I think think so i think i think there's a lot more sean action in the backlash match i know that which i'm cool with yeah uh eddie eddie comes down to the ring to celebrate very emotional moment the confetti's flying benoit holds the title upside down i think um (laughs) you know you're excited when you hold the title upside down (laughs) yeah uh so does randy orton like uh, later this year and DDP at uh, Spring Stampede. Yeah, yeah, there's always the upside down When title. he's up on the turnbuckle, he holds it upside down. He was so fucking pumped. With his weird, like, elbows that he has. Benoit, yeah. Or not Benoit, uh, DDP. They're, like, inverted. Yeah. Um, our, our best friend on Dallas Page. Yeah. Anyways, yeah, the show finishes with a fantastic highlight package. One of the best WrestleManias of all time, in my opinion. In the triple threat match. The, the card is good top to bottom. And, the, and everything's in the right place. Even though the cruiserweights don't open, uh, even though, you know, 
things are kind of it, it all worked out good the whole show is in a good order of things like you get taker and kane after the awesome eddie and kurt match kind of brings you down kind of gives you that like okay this is a good match but i'm ready for the main event you know so yeah to me it, it was uh the the way like wrestlemania 14 was built yeah like undertaker kane then you get the main event that's what it reminded me of. Yeah. Uh, and maybe with Sean being in the main event, maybe that added to that. That probably helps. Um, Goldberg and Brock were the, out of place no matter what, so. <laughs> yeah. Um, the only thing that really I have to note, because, I mean, the main event, if you haven't ever seen it, please watch it because it's so good. Yeah. And it, it sucks. It sucks that they didn't put this on the Mr. WrestleMania DVD. But for obvious reasons, and that's kind of what I'm getting to, is that it, like, I was uncomfortable watching this match. Why? Like, I had an uneasy feeling watching this match. Yeah, just because what happened. And I I, I don't feel like it should, I I don't feel like it should be that way. Like, I shouldn't feel that way. Maybe it's because I'm a parent and a husband, but I, I try to separate from the, I'm I'm weird, you know. I don't know. But I, I I think it's because I'm a dad more than anything. Probably. I think that's what bothers me. Um But I tried I tried my best to separate it because I really haven't watched many I mean, other than like WCW Crispin Wall, which I guess that with it being more time removed, maybe that's it's not makes it not as difficult yeah. to watch. Because it seems like so, like it's coming soon, almost here. Which it it's still happened. what, like a year and a half away. Yeah, it was like oh seven or eight was like when he the big yeah. It, it was just, it was just strange, and I, I mean, I felt bad. Like at the end when Eddie comes out, kind of helps. Yeah, but like, and not so much. It's not the match. The match I was fine. It was after he wins before Eddie comes out. I was just like. <sighs> you it's kind of like you can see like you know what happens after this in the future yeah. so when you look at him i get what you're saying about the wcw thing because i don't get that feeling but when i watch this you kind of see that you just look at him you're like oh like he's a crazy fucker you know like yeah. yeah he's not all there yeah i get it i totally get that but it like it once again i might be weird because it doesn't distract me from him much you know like from the matches he's had yeah. and all that. And like, he's had a great career. He, he would deserve hall of fame, but that'll never happen. Be, and, and rightfully no. so he, he, he would deserve it, but no. And, so. and I'm, uh, and by no means am I trying to like make a debate out of this. No. I'm just no. saying it. No, I'm just saying for people that watch and listen, like I'm not trying to make it a debate. I'm not by any means, yeah, saying like that, that. It, what he did was okay because I'm I'm not. It, it literally made me uncomfortable watching it. Yeah. But um, I just I I'm gonna try more as we go through. Maybe like backlash like I said, I want to cover this whole you. year. Yeah, maybe that I've talked about it because yeah. <laughs> I'm still like I'm like yeah uncomfortable talking about it because yeah, I always it was... feel like I don't want anybody to ever feel like we're you know, condoning what he did. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it always feels like when we talk about certain shit, like, I always feel like people try to twist things or could twist things. 
Um, and you were like an adult when this happened. The actual issue happened. Knock it off. Yeah. Talking to the dogs. Uh, <laughs> I was like 15 or 16. So I was like, oh, that sucks. You know, like it sounds messed yeah. up, but that, I didn't care. Like I, yeah. had, I had other shit but to worry were, about. Yeah. yeah. Now, had I been an adult like you and like I thought like an adult at that point, I'd be like, whoa, that's really messed up. And I'd be looking at this the same way. But for me, like I remember seeing the news break and I was like, that sucks. I'm going to go smoke a bowl. Like, you know, <laughs> that's what it was. So whatever. But it doesn't take, like I said, it'll never take away for me his wrestling ability, his his championship reigns. In my mind, he's a he's definitely, like I said, he would have deserved Hall of Fame, but he doesn't deserve Hall of Fame. You know, in, oh, in yeah, 2019. He's, he's, as a wrestler, total Hall of Fame quality yeah. all the time. As a human as being. A human no. being at the end, I can't. I, I'm not going to say his whole life because his whole life he's probably a good dude. Yeah. But this is one of those things, like, and and we've seen it even, you know, like with Junior Seau a couple years ago when he killed himself because of concussions. Yeah, it's the. I was going to say the concussion and, thing and was a big deal. Had they had, you know, the testing and the knowledge behind everything, you know, maybe that could have prevented all this shit from ever happening. Yeah, and if I remember correctly, after the tragedy. It was very shortly after chair shots were done to the head. That was it. No more chair shots. And it was because everybody was coming out. You know, you had the Dudleys. You had, like, Val Venus. I remember he said he had – there was a lot of people came out and was like, yeah, like, I had chair shots that really messed me up. Like, I was reading – I just remember Val Venus is because I've read it, like, recently. As he said, he took a chair shot from Triple H on Heat or something or Raw. And he said it just knocked him, like, so silly. Like, he didn't even know – his ears were ringing for weeks, like, so, you know, it was bad shit, and those chair shots were very, you know, we all loved them for entertainment purposes, but those guys, those are mean chair shots, that was rough. And that, and that's one thing, you know, we all clamor for the return of, you know, the Attitude Era, that's one thing I can do without. Yeah. Like, even elsewhere, when I see people get hit in the fucking head, at, at an indie show, or whatever, yeah, I'm still like, ah, son of a bitch, man, like, yeah. it's not... It's not necessary. No. Well, I guess that'll just about do it for our WrestleMania 20 episode here. That concludes it. Yeah, uh, we. Uh, I watched the sunrise here. <laughs> yeah, because now it rises at like 8 a.m. It's kind of weird. Yeah, this this time change is really it's, weird. You know, the the five o'clock getting dark at five o'clock thing freaks me out. But whenever it goes back to, I guess. Oh, normal, I hate that. Sh- it re- this really freaks me out too because it's like I don't yeah. know what to do. I don't know. I'll I'll take the uh, staying light until you know closer to nine p.m. I like that. Yeah, it's all right. I like it. Which I mean, it's it's still not quite there yet. It, it's still I think it's getting dark here at like seven thirty ish. Yeah, but yeah, so, I don't I don't like like waking up at the last couple of mornings, you know, Tommy's been like it's still night. I'm going back to sleep. I'm like, "No, dude, you got to get ready for school." <laughs> yeah, it's not night. He's trying to hustle you yeah. out of it. Yeah, I showed him my phone. Like I showed him the time on the phone. I'm like, "See, it's almost 7. You got to go. Daddy's yeah. got to show." <clears throat> All right. Well, like I said, that concludes it. Uh, you know where to find us on Twitter at Hills and Quads, on Instagram at Hills and Quads Wrestling Podcast. Levi at Levi D. Zindel on Twitter. 
Levi Zinfandel on Instagram. You know, follow the show. And I'm Tommy at Mr. Tommy Walter on Twitter. Tommy Walter Live on Instagram, which I don't really use either. It's both show pages for me, but yeah, I get paid enough. Levi doesn't. So yeah, exactly. ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash heels and quads. Get all of our merch. The new shirt dropped last week. I love it. I bought it as soon as it went online. Because I think it's fantastic. Plus, I designed it. It's great. That's that's why. It's a biased opinion. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's good. It's a great shirt. So <laughs> I actually had people I actually had people at work tell me they wanted to buy the shirt because my face is on it. Yeah, but tell tell them they, they should actually buy it. Like I have so many people like, Oh, I'm gonna buy your shirts. I'm like, Well do it. Yeah. That's like saying even on Twitter, that. like, Oh uh, yeah, I need this one. Okay, we'll prove it. Yeah, I'm like, Well, I need a Gatorade, but like I'm not gonna go get one right now, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I need another cup of coffee, but my bladder's telling me, but my bladder, my bladder's telling me no. Yeah, so go get that new shirt. And help In other words, I can take this. Yeah, me too. That's why I'm trying to like wrap this up. So, <laughs> <laughs> so you know what to do. You know what to tell your friends. Tell your enemies. And we'll see you next week with something. <laughs> or another. No, next week is WrestleMania 15. No, 10. Is it 10? 10's after 15. We're doing 15 next week and then 10. Oh, no. Yeah. No, 15 next week, 10 the week after. Okay. All right. Or we can do 10. What? Whichever. Decide right now. Go. 10 uh, or 15. Tell your friends, tell your enemies. Bitch, your dreams across the sky. Never let your Regina King for Cadillac Escalade. When people ask, Regina, do you like to compete? I say, bring it on. Those are the moments that drive you to achieve more. And when you win, you keep reaching higher. To me, that's what the Cadillac Escalade represents. It's always evolving in technology, in design, everything. Because success isn't the end. It's just the first step to what comes next. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade. Never stop arriving. Regina King for Cadillac Escalade. When people ask, Regina, do you like to compete? I say, bring it on. Those are the moments that drive you to achieve more. And when you win, you keep reaching higher. To me, that's what the Cadillac Escalade represents. It's always evolving in technology, in design, everything. Because success isn't the end. It's just the first step to what comes next. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade. Never stop arriving.